is the Mixtape Love Notes Podcast. Hello. I'm Kyle, with my lovely wife, Kimberly. <laughs> Why are you being so weird? Because I get really awkward doing this in front of you. I've told you that. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're back after a brief five-minute respite between the last episode we just finished recording. But you'll hear this a full week later. Yeah, when you, when you have a sitter, you gotta... You gotta knock these things out. Get on board. Yeah, but we can't do much more than two, even though we do love talking about ourselves. They're mentally draining. Um, We're still drained from the movie we just came from. So, uh, hopefully, everybody's seen it by now. We still won't talk about it, but but seriously, man, that it's dark. Anyway, so we got to move on from that, lest we get more depressed. Seriously. So uh, this week we're going to talk about um, serving together. Yeah. I, there's no question mark. I don't know why I said that. We're going to talk yeah. about serving together. Uh, and I like. I mean, I don't think. It, it, what would you define serving together as? So, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I mean, I know, I do know couples that, like, go out and clean the beach, like, pick up trash on the beach and stuff like that, which is awesome. Not my inclination. Really don't like the beach that much. Uh, I mean, I want it to be clean. Don't get me wrong. I just don't want to be the one to do it. I'd prefer people just not drop their crap on the beach anyway. Um, but uh, the way the way we do that. Ready to step off your soapbox? Yeah. Well, I'm still standing, though. <laughs> I'm just not standing on my soapbox. Um the way we do that, though, is that we like we're very involved in our church and our church community, um, and like I mean, there's lots of reasons behind like why I started volunteering there again, and I'm sure why you started volunteering in in the first place. Um, but uh, like it, I mean, it came it came as a very sudden surprise to you when I was like, I'm, I want to do this for our church, and you were like, What? Please don't break church. I think that was what your your well, response was. Well, you can say was. what you do there. I run sound, but you say yeah. I run sound there, which is like what I do for a li- well, what I did for what I do do slash did for a living, um, and uh, and so like I, I mean we were in church one day and we were there was a message about everybody being involved in in church, which are usually pretty harrowing messages, a little like guilty consciousy kind of a thing, <laughs> but like I didn't feel that way at the end of the message. I felt very uh, like capable at the end of the message. They were looking for volunteers to do production stuff. I'm like, well, I've been doing that for damn near 20 years. I should probably do that here because, like, I mean, that's kind of the purpose of it. I want them to use their money to, like, feed the poor and, like, help help homeless and help – Clean up the beach when you don't want help to. Help clean up the beach when I don't freaking want to. Um, I want them to, like, spend their resources and funds doing that. I don't want somebody, like, begrudgingly running sound or them paying somebody to run sound when I am perfectly capable to do it. They're not going to overload me doing it. They they made a very good situation. So I anyway, that's what I do. And then I did that for a while alone, pretty much through your first pregnancy. And then after after our uh, our oldest son was born, and like we finally felt good leaving leaving him with the uh, with the parents, our parents. Um, no, your parents usually watched him. Oh, that's right, my parents. Like we would leave him with my parents. But um, once we started doing that. Then you would come with me and like – No, no, no. It's not that I came with you. You were like, oh, sorry. you she... have to come. And I was like, well, I'm not going to run sound. Like I'm pretty sure no one wants me to do that. I actually sat down with them. I've tried to sit down a few few times and um, – You understand better than most. I understand it. There's just no way ever that I will be able to – you started talking about science and, you, and the – the warmth and the frequencies and the when the waves hit the ocean and I don't even know what you were saying half the time. Waves hitting the ocean. I'm pretty sure. I was it talking did. about canceling and summation. That that was the latest. Yeah, discussion so we had. I'm out. Um, so I was like, well, I can't do that. And um, so I run the lyrics. So if you um, attend church, our church, 
our church or any church or any I church. Guess, yeah. um, I'm in charge of putting the words up there. Um, so and it's not along. because putting the words up at church for everybody to see is the most fulfilling job I've ever had. And it isn't because I love it so much that I like, oh, I can't wait to click the next screen. Man, our poor stage manager is going to be so sad when he hears I that. I know. I mean, but I do it because I want to hang out with you and I want to have spend time with you. So we, we have asked. Um, obviously, we can be flexible, but we've asked that. Um, it's easier for us to coordinate babysitters and well it's not just that we did it to get we did it because we wanted to serve together we wanted to be together spend time together yeah. and granted we sit on opposite sides of the booth i'm in a tiny little room and he's, a tiny little room with a non-delayed speaker yeah i constantly have to walk in and turn down um and he's on the opposite side of the booth but um we have a really great time driving down together and then driving back and talking about um everything that we had learned and or experienced like just in experienced in being able to watch a a church service like to wa- essentially to watch it like and not participate. We usually go in the mornings those days anyway. We don't like skip out because we do sometimes, but we don't skip <laughs> out because we're just going to hear the same message that night. It's truthfully a different experience just because it's a different group of people. But then we get to sit around and talk with um, the rest of the crew um, the and stage some, manager, sometimes the pastors and that Kyle mentioned. Um, I think, I think, I don't actually think I'm pretty sure he schedules himself or schedules us whenever we can be with him. So I really haven't met anybody else, which is fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they're all wonderful people, but I go there to be there with my husband and to serve with him. And, um, we've made some great friends in the process. And so it's a fun time and- escape that we get to go to where we are adults, we aren't parents. We aren't chasing kids. We aren't anything other than who we are as individuals and then who we are as a married couple. And, and then who we are in that community. And we can right. participate a little more actively in a community that we say we're invested in and, you know, that we, like, donate money to. Um, and I, I just – I think it's a, it's an important thing for us to do together because, like, it's a passion of mine and it's a passion of yours. Like, we are both very passionate about that community of people. And it's a way for us to outwardly express that together. Which is important. Well, and and truthfully, it would be easier if we did it separate because then I would watch the boys one week and then Kyle would watch the boys another week and that would be the end of it. If we're talking about the ease of it, yeah, it would 100% be easier. But for us, or for me, he was already doing it, but he asked me to join him in this because we wanted to um, give together and we wanted to give of our time because um, for us, I mean, not that we have a ton of money, but... Um, more of a commodity in, in our household would be time. And so the idea of giving of our time um, together is just been really, really awesome, really fun, very life-giving, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, the flip side of that is, so that was something that Kyle invited me into. Um, I also serve in a different part of um, the church that has to do with moms, and Kyle is not a mom. He might be a father, but he's not a mom. No, no, um, no, not, no I'm not. But he helps me out by um, – we record whenever we have speakers that come, and he edits um, those – Sometimes in a timely manner. Some, most of the time. Usually. Um, he edits those um, things for me, and I know he's not doing it. I'm sure he loves the women that are there, and he's doing it to be helpful to them, but he's really doing it because he's serving me who's serving um, the moms in our community. And so it was just interesting to invite him into that where he had invited me into to production. Yes. I agree. It, it, it is fun. And it, it's just fun to be involved and it's fun to 
get to discuss the different perspectives on our involvement and find new ways to get involved. And I don't know, like I said, it helped like positively influence our community that we say we're invested in. So I think it's very much an outward expression of things that we say out loud, but something we're actively doing together. Well, and part of that for me was, um, the part that I stepped into in with the, with the young moms of our church was I started to do production, um, not because I know anything about it and not because I'm great, great at it. Um, but I thought it would be a really fun thing. I even remember writing on the, like, the form to fill out. Like, why, do, why would you want to do this? And I said, I'm probably terrible at it, but my husband does it. And I thought it would be something really fun to maybe better understand him and something him and I can do together. And pretty much every Wednesday morning, he answers his phone um, tech support. Because <laughs> almost, I think I've gotten it down this year. I'm a little no, bit better no. at it. I don't think you've called me at all this year. Um, but it's been fun because he just knows that I'm going to have a million questions. Um, and then the flip side is he got to also help. I think I've already had a couple flip sides. So the third part of this We're is, flipping a lot. Um, when they went to redesign the whole system that they had in the room that we use, um, he sat down with me and was like, well, what do you need? How can, uh, how can we make this easier Let's for talk you? about a little perspective on this here. You were complaining about how poorly the old system ran, and I went, I went to the production the, – <laughs> or the, not the production director, the technical director and said, hey, have you guys thought about re- replacing this system? Because I'm tired of hearing my wife whine <laughs> at me. And they said, yeah. And I said, oh, thank God. My wife has been complaining about it ever since she started doing production for the, for the mom's group. Let's be clear. It was a very steep stairs or ladder, and I was going to be super pregnant. And that was just a I, safety risk for the two of us. Details, everyone. Details. Either way, the right thing happened. They, they, like, they were going to replace it anyway. This was just a timely time <laughs> to do it. Um, at least well, I think they were going to replace it anyway. I really hope we didn't instigate that change, but it like everybody was happier for it at the end. You should have just left it for the fact that I thought you were this mystical, magical, and you were like, what do you need? I'll make it happen for you. Oh, Poof, no, so, what do you need? Poof, what do you need? Sweetheart, I think you already know everything about me. Just one big facade, right? That's not true. Okay. Anyway, um, that's that's not the only place we volunteer. That is That is one place that we volunteer together. However, about 10 years ago... Uh, about 10 years ago? No. Nope. Like 12 years ago, I started volunteering with this, edu- uh, with this um, organization called the Educational Theater Association. Uh, they basically, they run these conferences and educational resources for theater teachers and fine arts, like fine arts programs. Um, it's completely centered around theater, which is, which is not, was not my forte. That is not like how I came up in the industry. Um, I started doing like music and rock, like rock and roll style stuff. Like that was what I did previous to like, I did sound for those kinds of things previous to my current job and my current employer kind of like taught me theater, uh, which, you know, it's not, it's not a huge leap, but there's definitely a lot of content in it. Um, and a lot of familiarity you need to gain in order to do the same job, but in that end of the industry, all that to say though, I completely fell in love with the program because, like, I, my high school definitely didn't participate in those kinds of, like, collaborative weekends. Like, they, they run this uh, – every year they run – each state runs, a, like, a festival. And students from all over that state bring, like, their performances, their solo pieces, and they, like, vie for scholarships and they apply for uh, internships. And really it's just, like, this really big come-together thing where the states kind of collaborate and they perform all weekend. And so I had been doing that long before I met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I – very, very passionate about it. Cause like, it's just, it was amazing to me. Like there, that there, I wasn't the only like nerdy kid in school that just wanted to do sound all the time that there were hundreds upon thousands of them across the country that that's what they do too. 
uh, and that I can help positively influence them coming up through high school and tell them like, yes, you can get a job doing this. It may not look like what you think it looks like, but you can get a job doing this. Or you can go and get a quote unquote real job and still do this. However, like I can give them resources to like help them along their way. And I, I definitely know it, it worked at some point because <laughs> it's been enough time that some of those students have like continued to come back and volunteer. Some of them have changed majors and, you know, gone and gotten audio design majors in school. Like, I, I think it's great. It's really, really fun. And so you would like see me come home completely exhausted from these things. You'd come visit me at these these conferences. Well, then I'd be really jealous because you were hanging out with all these fun people and doing like really cool stuff. <laughs> and I was like, again, I'm not going to be teaching anybody sound. I um like Kyla, or we've talked about before. I'm a Renaissance woman, um, so I do she hair and makeup. So I taught a workshop one time um, about doing stage makeup. It was probably the worst thing I've ever done, and I never did it again. So I knew that teaching teaching a class was not not where you wanted to be no um but i really love organizing and admin type of work so um i asked our production manager if that's her title production coordinator production coordinator. manager tech coordinator tech coordinator whatever it doesn't matter amazing woman hall of famer of all many things what's up jamie brown jamie brown um i asked her like what can i do to help you and she was like wait you like to do this stuff um so I generally schedule about 100 to 130 kids um, for interviews and try to coordinate with their different schedules and um, meet with them and make sure we have all the information that we need um, to move forward. And then I get to kind of just hang out and be there to help. Um, this year was the first year I got to spend um, the whole weekend there because I wasn't pregnant um, <laughs> or have a tiny baby. Tiny little baby. Um and that was just really neat. I love to go sit in the booth, and it's a very small little booth, but I love to go sit in the booth and just watch Kyle mix. Um, Again, I it love, makes me nervous. <laughs> I love to watch him work with the kids and the students. Also makes me nervous. Um, I love seeing you there, though. I want to say that. Okay. I love the support. Just don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> um, but it's super fun to just, just be there. And like I've said before, I love watching Kyle work. It's probably the time that he's the most confident. Um, and the most, mm, I don't know, you're pretty damn sexy when you do it too. Thank you. Um, I try to keep those comments to myself when there's children may, under the age of 18. In front yeah, of man, us. it makes, it makes the high schoolers feel all awkward. <laughs> Stop. But what's also been really cool about doing that together is we also work with a group of adults, um, the adult tech staff. That's been really neat. Um, well, and like and, if you, if you haven't worked in like technical theater before or in like tech production before it. It is a very, very unique breed of people. <laughs> very. Um, it, it is completely there. Like there are so many cliches about it because they're true. Um, but we have very, very demented uh, senses of humor, um, mostly due to the fact that all of us choose voluntarily to have jobs that work us 16, 20, 36 hours a day. Um, and we just enjoy the hell out of it. And so it's a really hard group of people to understand unless you're one of them, which you're clearly one of them, dear. Thank um, you. But, like, I think the fun things about weekends like this is that, like, we basically – like, I don't I don't get to pick who I work with on gigs. Like, oh, man, I'd be really fun to work with this person and this person all in the same gig. That would be amazing. Uh, and this is, like, our time of year to do that. Yeah, but I think what – for me, even more than just that, and um, I don't really know how to say this without – I absolutely don't mean it to be – uh, conceded in any sense but um there 
the industry that you come from, marriages that are still together are not. Uh, it's very hard to stay. It's married. very rare. It's very hard to stay married to somebody who's not in the industry when you're in this industry, just because it doesn't afford you a lot of time. It doesn't afford you a lot of time outside of work. Or outside of production-y type things. And it's also hard for your spouse who do, if they don't understand that group of people to like hang around that. So you have this like second life, and that leads to a lot of misunderstandings, divorce. It's a lot of strain um, on your relationship. And it, it's like it, – it's I don't want to say it's unavoidable, but it, it kind of is unavoidable in certain cases that it just – like that, that kind of schedule doesn't work for everybody. I mean like there are similar industries like – ER doctors, like really heavily focused surgeons, like there's a high divorce rate there too. It's not just in like technical theater, but it's definitely what, one of them. <laughs> what's really, what's been really neat is as we've spent, because um, I think I've worked with this group for probably five years, um, with the adults specifically, It we get to be this, I don't know, idea, not idea, but we get to be this tangible example of um, being married, enjoying each other's company, wanting to work together, wanting to serve together, and wanting to do all these things um, because we genuinely enjoy each other and we have a genuine interest in understanding what the other person does. So it's been really neat to kind of walk that with this group of people. I would assume it's probably sickening. <laughs> like, like, ew, gross, you guys love each other. Ew. Like, I can imagine it's something like that. That's that's the way I, I hear it in my head at least. Um, And like I said, I don't mean that in a – in a full of ourselves kind of way, but I like, um, I like, I, I tried, I mean, for as awkward as a person I am, I try to just like, you just have to embrace the awkward. And like, there's no, no part of the statement you just said that like, isn't going to be come off as awkward to somebody, <laughs> but like that, that's also not things that we haven't been told before. And like, we're also not the only couple, like we're not the only couple in yeah. my industry or the only couple in the world that this works for. There are several, several married couples I know in the industry. Usually they're both in the industry, and there are several like unmarried couples that I know that are like madly in love, as madly in love with each other as we are. It definitely does work and can work. And I think like that's I think that's what you're trying to say is that like we're a good we are a good example of like, look, it can work and you can do this with your spouse. You can bring your spouse into your passion. You can involve your spouse with your passion. Um I don't know. I just think that I think that, that I think that's why it's fun working together, at least for me. No, I agree. And it's I like it's a fun weekend. It's again the same reason that we like to serve at church together. Because um we are ourselves. We are professionals. We are adults. We are a married couple doing that. Um, but we're not parents for that moment. Sometimes in my in our time being there, like what I'm working on has nothing to do with what Kyle's working on. So I am my own person with my own skill set. Um and so is he. And so it's super fun to be able to go and do that um, and be these independent people and also enjoy it together. Even the same thing at church, though. We're not in the same room most of the weekend. We meet up for lunches sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to keep him caffeinated and make sure he gets his Starbucks um, throughout the weekend. But Much Starbucks. Very much. Um, if they want to sponsor us, to them. <laughs> you can email us at hello at com Starbucks. If you have an email. I mean, like, just, just in case. Um, but yeah, that's been, that, that's been a really fun way to kind of like come to the fold. I've learned a lot about for myself about the entertainment industry and different parts of it that I didn't know already. Um, and it added that another part to my Renaissance jobs that I have. (laughs) 
working in production. Come on, that's got to be your like favorite part, though. It's super. And the, the best part was this last time when you were talking about, like, oh, if I could pick an event and it would be this person and this person. Like, my first job as, like, a PA, a production assistant, was literally with my friends. Like, oh, all yeah. of my friends. No, which was great. Which was funny because, like, two be weeks awesome after if, like, that. would have been there. But then, like. Yeah, but, like, this was your own thing. It was super cool to be, like, not Kyle's wife. I was her own the person. PA. Um, Woo! And, but I was still working with, like. Some really, really great friends of mine. Um, so it was the perfect gig for me. And Which was awesome because I got that same gig like two weeks later. Like, I mean, diff- different client, different place. But yeah. I walked in and was like, this is literally all of my friends. The bummer, the so downside crazy. though for that being your first, my first gig out the gate was that now I'll just expect all of my friends to be there and be super disappointed when it's not. Oh, no. There's definitely much harder days of work <laughs> ahead of both of us. But nonetheless, that's, that's another thing that we do. Um together that I think like really I, I don't know like it helps grow our relationship better too because it's like it's not just my interest and or your interest it's like we we collectively now have this interest together part of which that is very very core to like my personality and my history um, and somewhat to yours too like you come from a family of musicians and performers like this isn't like abnormal for you uh, I, I think like the the weird slash fun thing is is that our poor sons have like they have no bearing on what reality is <laughs> Uh, whatsoever, like the, the the big the big son probably thinks that he uh, can sit down at any piano and like that person could just play like any Broadway melody medley med, 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 melody can play any song any song on the piano any song that he wants because he sat next to a Broadway maestro for about an hour who was just enamored by like our our little boy and like played him whatever he wanted on the piano. And I like, think the biggest request was Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yes, the biggest request was that, and surprisingly, he couldn't play it all that well. He figured, he, played, he figured it out. It took him like he could play uh, the it took Mickey Mouse like, March. He had no idea what the Mickey Mouse. Oh, that's true. Was. That's true. That's true. It took him like fifteen seconds to figure the other one out. But it, anyway, all that to say though is like our our sons like have no bearing on what reality is as far as like theater and performances are concerned because like they they've literally grown up just being in booths and walking on stages. Uh, and I like I work very closely with a colleague of mine whose kids are now like grown, and it's like really interesting to see what that leads to in their careers and their interests and like just the people that they are, but, but it's not just something that daddy does. It's something that we do together. Yeah. It's something that's a family thing that he can't wait till he's a little bit older where he, I mean, he can he's come and help a lot of it and, older, but, but like, but yeah, one of the guys we work with at that theater conference, his two, like they're much older than our boys, but his two I mean, sons come in, in high school when they were doing it too. They, and yeah, they were there. Yeah. They were younger and yeah. they're not, they're not like students in this program. They're, they're coming and they're like schlepping gear with the rest of us. Uh, and they're just hanging out and they're like, they're, they're great boys. Like yeah. it's, I think that's the kind of fun thing that I, that's part of what I love about the industry is that like you, you're already family with all these people, but you can bring your family <laughs> in front of all these people. Right. Cause let's face it. If you're like demented enough to have married me, then Stop. you're demented enough well, to hang out with these people. It's, it's a serving together, but then it's also, what is that? How is that reflecting downward? How is that rolling downward? How is, how are the boys looking at that mommy and daddy go on Sunday nights to serve at church? Um, because that's what they do. And that's just we're, known because we're invested. We're invested in that community. And and so that, that's what they get to see and, and being able to do something together. Like today, uh, our oldest, he asked what, um, why he had to go to Gaga Antigua's, which mind you is his absolute favorite place to be. So the, like uh, the hesitation is beyond me, but I said, daddy and I are going to work on this podcast and then we're going to go on a date and see a movie. And he said, can you cancel that last part? Um, Boy, do I wish we would have canceled that last part. <laughs> um, but it was – no, buddy, this is super important for mommy and daddy to go and do 
to go on a date together, to um, serve together, to give together. Um, and they're great stories to tell them, and it kind of like creates this anticipation. Like, hey, when you're older, you can come and help totally. us too. And when you're older, you can do this. And like it gives them some like some excitement and anticipation to like, oh, I can go and do that. Like, And, you know, he brings it up every once in a while and stuff like that. Um, but he, he can see that we hold value to it and that we like, we're going out of our way. We're spending time away from the boys, uh, and away from each other sometimes to go and do these things that we're passionate about or that we strongly believe in because like, yes, yes, it's my career. It's how I make money. It's like my income. It, you know, I've been doing it for a long time, but ultimately I, I absolutely do love my job. Like Mm -hmm. thoroughly and through, it is very clear to anybody who's talked to me for longer than five seconds that I love where I work. I love what I do there. I'm not like starry eyed and, and like completely ignore all the bad things. Like I'm very, very cynical on top of all of those things, but I definitely love what I do. And so of course, like I, I want to like volunteer those skills and that passion to the communities that I believe in, like educational theater and our church. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like really stoked that you like to do those things too. <laughs> it's fun. So anyway, that's, that, that, that's our story. We're sticking to it. But, <laughs> Uh, I think I think I I don't think we planned it to be this like appropriate for the topic, but the song we picked this week is actually from a musical. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about it either so until I looked at I, it. I didn't know this. This is probably one of my top favorite songs that Kyle has ever put on any CD for me. Um, I didn't know it was from a musical until probably I think a year until, ago, until... two years ago. I was talking to a friend. Oh yeah, and he said he was going to go see this show. And he he said that that was his favorite song in the show. And I said, I'm sorry, it's from the show? Like, no, 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 Jamie Coleman sings that song. <laughs> and they were like, what are you talking about? This is like, this is from Sweeney Todd. Which this, this, is... this happens to both of us a lot because we didn't grow up in musical theater that yeah. like we'll say like, oh, oh, that is from a musical. Yeah. Oh, that's um, awkward. <laughs> and flip side is that if you know the song from Sweeney Todd, you probably will hate this cover of it. Um, but then I listen to the Sweeney Todd and I hated the Sweeney Todd because I love the cover well, of Jamie Gold. Because it's just funny. It. It's like it's it's situated in the show in such a weird and dark place because the show is weird and dark. Like cool. if you've seen the movie either, like it, I mean, if you know the story at all, like it's a it's a very weird and dark play. And this song is like super awkward because it's this kid that. Well, it's called Not While, Not while, not I'm, while around. I'm Around. But like it, it's this kid. Uh, it's the it, you'd have you know what this kid singing it to this woman and you you kind of have to. I don't know. It's dark. I always took it as, um, cause in the words it says, um, no one's going to hurt you. Not while I'm around. And I always like listen to this song, especially on those times that Kyle's working late or if he's gone for long periods of time, this has always been a very, very, very big song of comfort for me. Um, no one's going to hurt you. Not while I'm around. Like seasons may change. What is, what is that line? Line. Line. Um, I'm gonna pull up the lyrics so I don't biff this like I did last time I did this. But the idea that like whatever's going on around us, like it doesn't matter because like I will always be here to protect you, and that was always huge for me, especially when Kyle's not physically there with me. This would be the song that I would go to, probably cry a little bit. Um, it, I think the line you're thinking of, because like the problem is, is Jamie Collins a British like jazz musician, so his accent comes out sometimes. But the the line is, "Demons will charm you with a smile for a while." But in time, uh, nothing can harm you, not while I'm around. And then the line earlier that says that his demons are prowling everywhere nowadays, I'll send them howling. I don't care. I've got ways. So it it's basically like this kid is singing this to this woman because he's like, he sees like shady Sweeney Todd like hanging about. And 
like is, is expressing that to this motherly figure, like I'm going to protect you. Um, and so anyway, I don't know. It's like, it's a really, it's a, like the, the, so why the did description, you pick this song though? So that is, well, hang on. The description that I like read about it was like variety had called the song tender and haunting. And it like very much is yeah. based on where it is in the show. But, um, like I, I, I picked it to put on there for all the reasons that you listened to it. Like it, you know, I, I, I think it was around the time it was either the first time I had left you for like a business trip or I'd left you for a long, like a long term something like I was traveling somewhere cause I wasn't with you. And I think I put it on an album. I think it was even before that. It might've been, I can't remember either, either which way that like, that's, that's when like I listen, I listened to the, the mixtapes I make make you like I like I've I've listened to it and thought the same thing is it's like well except for I feel a lot more helpless because I'm like 5,000 miles away from you but you know like nonetheless that's I'm glad I didn't hear the Sweeney Todd version of it first because I might it, the the like darkness <laughs> the con- the, of the it, context might have like thrown you yeah, off yeah um so I just get to listen to this song and it's simplicity about feeling comfort and feeling protected um by you in this song I love it we'll add it to the playlist but we're gonna add the Jamie Cullen version because that that's the one I put I and Jamie Combs is amazing. If you haven't had the opportunity to listen to literally anything. I, like he does lots of covers. He does at least like one cover on each of his albums lately. Or actually I think he's done it on every album, but like lately he's been doing like, they're very random. This was one of them. Uh, he did, um, please don't stop the music. Like Rihanna yeah, song. Like he did a cover good. of that. And it's phenomenal. But like he's a, he's a, in his like thirties jazz pianist, uh, jazz and blues pianist in the UK. He's like super big over there. He's married to like this gorgeous like model. Um, Cause he's a super awkward dude. I have no idea how he like landed her, but if you the ever same see, could be said about us. If so. you ever see some pictures of Kyle with really long hair, he was trying to channel his inner Jamie Cullen. Didn't work out. Looked it really dumb. Did not work out not as well. Looked really dumb. And I begged him to let me cut it. Looked really dumb. And he finally let me cut it. She Actually, tried to pin he, me down he, once. I had a friend cut it because I was so frustrated with it. Anyway, it was, uh, yeah, it, it, he's, a, he's a phenomenal, he's a phenomenal, it's like, goes up there like as one of my favorite shows. So he's a phenomenal musician and I can't recommend any of his music better than anything. Like he goes all the way back to like very, very standard, like standard jazz and blues yeah. uh, into like very modern covers of songs. He's very, he's just a very inventive musician. Great, great concerts too. Like, the five-year-old loves it too. Yes, yes. Our, our five-year-old goes to sleep listening to it sometimes. Please don't judge us. Sometimes there's language in his songs, but whatever. So far, the, the five-year-old hasn't repeated any of it. Okay. You ready for some questions? Yeah. Okay. Rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Best thing we've done together serving-wise, like best event. Oh, man. Ha! Um, Quick response. I really like serving in our life group together and leading that together. I know we didn't really talk about that, but um, it's another thing we do for church. Um, yeah, but I also really, really love doing um, all the different festivals. I think going to Nebraska with the international festival, inter- international festival festival, was probably my favorite. I agree. Um, if I had to pick one event, ongoing, I like them all. Yeah, that's true. Okay, best song I've given to you of all time so far. Well, I kind of already said that. That one is up there. I like the Wild Horses with Alicia Keys and. Um, it's also a cover. I yeah, think yes, of, it's another cover. There, um, there are. I, by the way, curating covers is probably the thing I'm best at. It's Adam <laughs> Levine from Maroon Five. Oh and yeah, I really, really love that one. Um, the what's the one by the Used? Smother Me. I really love that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a little like unconventional, but yeah. I, it's a pretty great song too. Yeah. Okay. Um, superhero power. Ooh. 
You asked me this last week. Ha ha ha! Shoot, I should have thought about it. You should have. You were going to throw a sneak attack, man. Um, I don't really want to read people's minds because then I know what people think, and that would just play into that would suck. That play into all of your fears, right? Um, flying would be really dangerous for me, but if I could be good at it, maybe flying. But I also feel like that's kind of a cop out. I think that's 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 easy. That's Um, really easy. Name some of the Avengers. What about what, what about inv- what about invisibility or um, um, no? You said you, you so you couldn't Scarlet Witch it up because you don't like people's minds. Ooh, but that would be kind of cool though. Well, she could, manipulates like, people. She manipulates it? people's minds though too. Like I don't think I want you doing that. Or Mantis, where she can like feel everyone's mm-hmm. emotions. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I might like that, and then I could like make them go to sleep. How about Star Lord, badassery? That could be your. And making amazing mixtapes. That would be really cool. Ooh, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite trip or vacation that we've taken, either with or without the kids? Mm, I would say when we did our baby moon after when we were pregnant with the little and we went to Seattle, I would really like to go to Seattle again. Not pregnant. Not pregnant. Not seven But I also pregnant. think our honeymoon was pretty pretty legit. We drove up to um, – Napa Valley. Napa. We stayed in Calistoga and we did um, – we rode our bikes to all the boutique wineries. Not a fantastic idea if you've been drinking. No. no. Um, you're sober by the time you get to the next one though. Yeah. That is, that is some motivation. Um, but we stayed in that really neat hotel that actually had like a skeleton key to open the door and yeah, was very, based very on cool. all the, the wineries in the area. I think that one. Great. Those, those are my like rapid fire questions. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. So our, uh, you, you can find everything out about this podcast, our Spotify playlist, anything that we said, Oh, we'll post that in the show notes. Any of those things on our website, which is mixtapelovenotes.com. You can email us there at hello at mixtapelovenotes.com. Hello. No. No. We're not doing that song. Um, that was harsh, bro. Sorry. That was Okay, that was too much. I went too far, everybody. Anyway, our Spotify playlist is there. Uh, the one we keep referencing that we keep adding songs to. And that that's about it. We try yeah. to post these things every Friday. You can find us on Facebook, too, and Instagram. All the places. All of the places. Oh, you can get this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Or Spotify. Hopefully. Soon. Soon. They say they're going to fix it, those people. Thank you, Spotify. Anyway, so we'll talk to you next week. We hope you're enjoying these. You've got to tell us, though, if you're not. Well, no, don't tell us if you're not. Tell us. Tell us if you are. Well, tell us if you're not. We talked tell, last just week tell about us things. How uh, I'm a words of affirmation. So if you've got some aff- affirming to do, I would uh, be happy to hear it. And if you want to, like, you know, not affirm and give us some constructive criticism. Only constructive type, though. Yes. Thanks for joining. Okay, we'll talk to you next okay, week. Okay, bye. Bye.